Spanish He made his sombrero Her in her pretty pink jammies They dance all night to the mariachi Still there ain't nobody left standing He drinks tequila and she talks dirty in Spanish Neighbors are staring, the whole dang trailer is rocking. Horses are howling, chihuahuas are crawling, and Rose is peeling off her six stockings. Your senor is my body, abraza mi fuerte. Ay, 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 ay. Nobel Prize in Medicine awarded to uh, for research on evolution to Swedish scientist Svante Pabo. Stockholm, it says here. Uh, Swedish scientist Svante Pabo won this year's Nobel Prize in Medicine on Monday for his discoveries on human evolution. Uh, I've talked about this before, that I didn't think we were evolving enough. Still don't think we're evolving enough. I mean, we're not really, are we? We haven't really developed any special skills. Oh, yeah, that's uh, the COVID alert just coming in. My son's got COVID, my daughter-in-law's got COVID, and now my little Daisy's got COVID. The figures are going back up, by the way. I, I've been uh, I've been boosted. Anyway, uh, that wasn't a great song, by the way. Uh, that was He Drinks Tequila... Uh, she talks dirty in Spanish. Pablo has spearbed. This is this bloke's Pablo. He's um, his discoveries on human evolution that provided key insights into our immune system and uh, what makes us unique compared with our extinct cousins. The awards panel said this is Nobel Prize. Pablo has uh, spearheaded the development of new techniques that allowed researchers to compare the genome of modern humans and that of other hominins, the Neanderthals and the Denisovans. Denisovans? That's a new one. 
Well, no, the Neanderthal baboons were first discovered in the mid-19th century on, only by unlocking the DA, DNA, often referred to as the code of lice. Uh, scientists have been, uh, have been unable to fully understand the links between species. Oh, they've been, now, now they can do it. This includes the time when modern humans and Neanderthals diverged as a species, uh, determined to, to be around 800,000 years ago. Anne Weddell, chair of the Nobel Committee. Do you think there'll be a committee for, uh, you know, it's, uh, well, there's the Sony Awards. I've only ever won the Silver Sony. I got beaten by five live. They did the 9-11 uh, you know, 9-11, and we did the floods in Cambridgeshire, and we got second prize. Though I did know one of the uh, judges uh, of my category. Though I didn't, I didn't know before, uh, but we got, we did well, uh, second. Uh, I got very, very drunk that night. It was down at the Grosvenor, the Grosvenor House uh, Hotel. That's where they usually are, and we were sat next to the toilet, so I knew I didn't. You hadn't won. And the table to my left was uh, Steve Wright and Terry Wogan. Ah, stop it. Well, Steve Wright's gone. Where is he going to end up? Well, I did say uh, I did say he would probably end up at Boom Radio, but that probably isn't big enough. And then somebody else suggested uh, Steve Wright would end up, he'd probably go to Virgin, because that's where, uh, yeah... Uh, Chris Evans and Graham Norton are, or he could probably go to Greatest Hits. I listen to Greatest Hits all the time. Their music's brilliant. The DJs are, are good too. They just play the music, though they do a lot of uh, selling the competition. You know that thing, yeah, you can win £50,000 if you can pick up the phone and say, hello, have I won? I don't know how those are done. I've only ever entered. When was I? I entered it. Oh, it was one on the telly. I think it was to win some a holiday. Was it the Andy Peters one? No, it wouldn't be GMB. Anyway, Pablo and his team also surprisingly found that Jean Flo had... Jean Flo used to work with her on uh, Water FM. Jean Flo... Just finished watching, uh, re-watching episode, uh, series one of uh, Line of Duty. Brilliant. Uh, Pabo and his team also surprisingly found that gene flow had occurred from Neanderthals to Homo sapiens. Homo sapiens. Uh, demonstrating that they had children together during periods of coexistence. Oh, Neanderthals and Homo sapiens. See, they didn't have any, they didn't have the joy of, did you ever read The Joy of Sex? Yeah, I got a copy of The Joy of Sex. It's quite good diagrams, to be fair, but I'd never seen anything like it. The positions alone were worth it. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a bit early. What's the name for that? Earmarked, or what? You know, when the the pages are. Yeah. But in the other tones and Homo sapiens. When did they discover that you know, sex was going to be a good thing? They probably they they wouldn't even have known. Homo sapiens would not have known that they. They were doing it to procreate. They were just doing what felt good. They wouldn't even know that if they were talking dirty or not. Um, 
This transfer of genes between hominum, hominin, uh, species affects how the immune system of modern humans reacts to infections such as coronavirus. See, this is, this is what clever people do. You know I'm a big fan of clever people. I love the clever people. This transfer of genes between hominum species affects how the immune system of modern humans reacts to infections such as the coronavirus. About 1-2% to of people outside Africa have Neanderthal dream, uh, dreams. I'm a Neanderthal man. Let me just find that one for you. Neanderthal. Uh, how do you spell it? Yeah, let's get stuck into this then. Let's see what this one is. Hot legs, this is. This sounds like a, what the, what's the other song? Um, you can't beat me in part of the union. Let's make me understand love. So the transfer of genes between hominoids, okay. Pabo, 67, performed his prize-winning studies in Germany at the University of Munich and the Max Planck Institute for Evolutionary Anthropology in Leipzig. Pabo is the son of Sun Bergström, who won the Nobel Prize in Medicine in 1982. The Medicine Prize kicked off a week of national prize, uh, Nobel Prize announcements. It continues on Tuesday with the Physics Prize, kept with chemistry on Wednesday and literature on literature I might be in for there because I've done a few of my uh, I've done a few of the old kind of uh, have not I? Yeah I've done a few of the literature things in the past <clears throat> Is this uh, is this working? Is this working? Yeah it is working but it's uh, fairly low uh, flow, low amplitude isn't it? Let me just uh, trunk this up a bit. Is that better? Yeah it's better I'm a Nathander. Uh, uh, last year's medicine recipients were David Julius and Ardem Papatopian for their discovery of how the human body perceives temperature and touch. Okay. This goes weird at the end. I, I've got another song that, you know, I, I just thought I'd have a weird song night as well. What about this one? I quite like this one. When I got it. That's nice. I haven't done this for a while. Here we go. Hello, I'm a Giuseppe. I got something special for you. Ready? Uno, due, tre, quattro. When I was a boy, just about the eighth grade, Mama used to say, Don't stay out the late with the bad boys. Always shoot the pool, Giuseppe, going to flunk a school. Boy, it make me sick. I always got to follow rules Boy, it making me sick Just to make the lousy bucks Got to feel like a fool And the mama used to say all the time What's the matter to you? Hey, God, I know respect What do you think you do? Why you look so sad? It's a not so bad It's a nicer place I shut up your face That's my mama, can I remember? Big accordion solo 
make a TV shows and the movies Get myself a new car, but still I be myself I don't want it to change a thing Still a dance and a sing I think about the mama, she is the same Who wants a mad at you? Hey, God, I know It's not so bad, it's a nice place, I shut up your face. Mama, she said it all of the time. You want some mad at you, hey, got no respect. What do you think you do? Why you look so sad? It's not so bad, it's a nice place, I shut up your face. That's my mom. Hello everybody, that's out today on the radio on the TV land. Did you know I had a big hit the song in Italy with this? Shut up your face. I sing this song, all of my fans applaud, they clap their hands. But they make me feel so good. You ought to learn that this song, it's a real simple. See, I sing, what's the matter you? You sing, hey. Then I sing the rest. And then at the end, we can all sing, ah, shut up your face. Okay, let's try it, really. If I was a proper DJ, I would probably tell you what that kept off number one. It was a, it was a big song that that kept out. Couldn't give us stuff. It's a not so um, meet the man paying £70,000 uh, for an excruciating leg lengthening, lengthening. It's an operation to make them taller. As one man gains three inches in height, I hope that's both legs, because that would look a bit weird. No, this is um, one of the things I've discovered, because um, I'm hopefully going to get a new hip. Uh, whenever. I've got my first appointment in... Uh, October, it's only taken me a year and a bit to get to this point. Um, but, it, you know, people who get a hip, you know, one leg will be slightly different size. It's not because your hip, um, the one you've got fixed, is shorter. It's actually because it's longer, because they're replacing the joint as a hip replacement, so they replace it. So you're actually taller in one leg than you are on the other. The operation involved breaking both thigh bones and using a walker for months. <laughs> Following the leg lengthening surgery, uh, this man now measures 5 foot 10 inches. The 26-year-old from Toronto said he was fixated on his height from a young age. Well, you would be from a young age, wouldn't you? <laughs> you, Yeah. When Daniel Asadi was 40, he was told by the doctor his growing phase was well over. He said, but I was pretty much done. At nearly five foot seven, that's all right, that's a good height. Daniel was already a reasonable height, but the word was still a stab in the heart. It's hard for a lot of people to understand, but I couldn't handle it. It's this one thing I didn't have, it was on my mind day and night. Not anymore, though. In May last year, 11 years on from that distressing doctor's appointment, Daniel, then 25, underwent length, 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 
length, length, you don't, you're all sending it to me. Length, lengthening surgeries again the height so he desperately, he so desperately craved. The operation is not for the faint-hearted. It involved breaking both femurs, thigh bones, man. Boy, you a lot of pressure to do that. Do that. Spending several months using a walker and crutches during recuperation. Yet today, he's now measuring five foot ten inches, and Daniel would do it all again in a heartbeat. Making a decision to have your legs broken seems nonsensical to many people, he says, but for me, my life depends on it. It was all I could think of, and I was willing to do it for anything for it. See, I would have, I would be quite happy with five foot seven. Because I know I'm going to shrink. I'm five foot six at the moment. <clears throat> Several clinics offering the surgeon in the UK are reporting a surgeon inquiries in the past year for the once niche operation usually employed to address traumatic injury or birth defects. Yes, uh, I know with children, they can do this thing where they gradually lengthen it. They, they put uh, plates in to gradually pull, almost to pull the muscle or the leg, the bone further out. And it's brilliant. There is definitely increased demand. Uh, Matija Krojevic, uh, consultant orthopedic surgeon in limb reconstruction, tells the mail, I'm seeing several patients for a consultation next week and inquiries from my clinic have risen in the past few months. I've no idea why. As I do not actively advertise, well, you wouldn't have to, would he? <clears throat> I respect a consultant at a UK, UK clinic who has chosen to remain anonymous. Hollywood <laughs> tells a similar story. While most of his work concerns correcting deformity and leg length discrepancy, he's currently receiving five, injury, uh, five inquiries a week from patients looking to lengthen both legs. We talk about being inclusive and diverse, but height is a real issue, especially for men. He's, I think life is just, I'd like a, I, I think most men would like a bigger penis. I don't, you know, you might have a big one, but I, I, most men, if you ask them, they would like a bit more. It's, it's one of those things. Most men would, I don't care, whoever it is, whatever size you've got, most men would still say, yeah, I could do with a bit more. Uh, on the paper, of course, the idea that you can grow, grow taller while uh, well into adulthood it seems like science fiction. In fact, limb lengthening has pioneered as far, far back as the 1950s by Gavril Elizarov, a Soviet doctor treating injured soldiers returning from World War II. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff has happened during the wars. There's a lot of uh, innovation in dealing with injuries and uh, disabilities. Traditionally, patients undergoing lengthening have a drill, a hole drilled into their femurs, which are then broken in two. A metal rod is fixed inside. Now, wait, let me just clear this up, because don't you dare try this at home. Don't be thinking, all right? A metal rod is fixed inside and held in place by screws attached to an external fixator, which the patient uses to extend the internal rod by up... So you can move, all right? Uh, extend the internal rod by up to one millimetre each day uh, until reaching the desired height, after which their bones can heal back together. So you can build up and build up, and they say, well, that's fine. Internal rods powered by either battery packs or, or magnets have abolished the need for external frame. And thus wounds uh, are reduced, uh, the, and that would reduce the risk of infection. Nonetheless, like any surgery, the process is not without complications. You think? So um, I'm just going to say that again, everybody. Just don't even think about trying that at home. 
All right, these people are doctors. They've done like seven years practice of operations. Living Nostradamus claims World War Three will start soon after predicting COVID and Queen's death. Athos Salome, I think it's Salome, from Brazil. 
you see the news about uh, Brazil, the elections. Bolsonaro, um, who's we don't like him. No, we don't like him. Looks like his arse is out the window. Arthur Salome from Brazil claims he can predict the future, including the death of Elizabeth II, bless her, COVID-19, and even Elon Musk trying to buy Twitter. A Brazilian prophet uh, dubbed the modern-day Nostradamus was warned of an imminent, has warned of an imminent nuclear war after a series of accurate predictions. Arthur Salami, so, not Salami, Salome, claims that uh, he foresaw COVID-19, the death of Queen Elizabeth II, and even the numbers uh, for Elon Musk's attempt to uh, buy Twitter. The Daily Star reports the seer even claims he foresaw robots making humans out of work even before the... What? He foresaw robots making humans... Oh, right. He even... Yeah, he even saw, foresaw robots make, uh, making humans out of work and employ humans because of robots. Doesn't, the syntax is wrong, isn't it? Even before the billionaire uh, revealed his Optimus robots, but among the more ominous of the 36-year-old... Uh, he's only 36. How the hell can he be in Nostradamus? He's supposed to be 94, ya bam. But among the more ominous of the 36-year-old uh, claims is, uh, is the chilling declaration that World War III has already started. You know, he might have something there, eh? Uh, he claimed that this has been confirmed by Russia's invasion of Ukraine in an age of digital fantasy, dismissing allegations of being nothing but a quack. Arthur said, I don't consider myself a soothsayer. I don't believe it. Mind you, he's got... He's got Oh, he's got, he's had, he must have had work done. And he's losing, he's, he's, uh, I've got a picture here. It looks like he's losing a wee bit of his hair as well. Handsome looking guy. What's a wee bit like Rylance, if I'm honest? Yeah, the wee bit of the Rylance going on there. Science has started to prove that my skills are real. Uh, a few months ago, my list of predictions and I went through technical analysis and no tricks were proven. At the age of 12, I realised that I was different from other people with more sensitivity, sensitivity to feel, hear and talk about events that I had no control over. Sometimes I doubted myself, see, why is it these people, they don't do something useful, like get the numbers for the lottery or put on the horses? That would be the first thing I've ever got a superpower and I could tell the future I'd, I'd be bunging my money, money into the uh, lottery. Arthur's no question to where his abilities come from, citing God and his gypsy heritage. He adds that all humans are created in God's image and we are thereby semi-gods. See, that's what I've always wondered about that one. God's got a beard. Not everybody's got a beard. Certainly not some of the men I know. He said, I believe that I was chosen to help the people of this world. I believe that I only have sensitivity and a prophetic gift. He's prophetic. I know how to understand people and what they're looking for. Arthur said in 2012 he predicted a global pandemic for the year 2020 and 44 days before Vladimir Putin sent tanks rolling into Ukraine, Arthur announced it was an effort. Why is he not putting bets on? More cryptically, he posted it on Instagram stating that a leader would be born between 22, 44 and 66 and they will take out part of those who are not in favour of decisions. Athos argues the numbers prophesied that Elon Musk collapsed purchase of Merc uh, Mercury of Twitter. Where did Mercury come from? Because uh, offered to buy it on April 22nd for $44 billion, in addition to his private jet, allegedly worth $66 million. What, did he put the house up? 
Yeah, I would as well. In his uh, 2022 predictions, uh, written on March 28th, uh, 2021, I said it would be a fatal collapse of the stands, which transpired in July, a bullfight in Tolima, Colombia, where six people died, were killed. And the prediction of replacing human work uh, by robots will come true with robot Elon Musk. We don't, know, we don't need a robot one, do we? Um, scheduled for launch on September the 30th. On my list, I also said Queen Elizabeth II would die and that in 2022, the Third World War would begin. Is he putting money on that? He continued, the World War III uh, began when COVID became a pandemic and the world was confirmed after Russia's invasion of Ukraine and became reality after the super development of technology. I won't get a job. <laughs> <laughs> 